Like in the it was the '80s, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was just as goofy as anything else. Yeah. I remember the voice acting was like super hokey, and that was kind of the fun of it. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. It was like it was like the uh, the more red blood American version of like He Man. Mm. Just zany shit. <laughs> I, I had a movie that they they were fighting like snake people and cobra makes sense naturally thought that the snake people would be on their side and as it turns out incorrect mm. it was a little bit more like the uh the galvatron insurrection than anything else ah where it's like they invited them in they kind of joined forces for a while and then as soon as they had 95 percent of their plan completed the snake people just turned on cobra and gi joe had to save both of them that day cobra commander and that was a, it's a hell of a thing. I had that on VHS. Wow. Just to further date it. You remember a lot of detail of that, too. Yeah, it's all dumb things. No no specific events from yeah. good things that happened to me. Not just, like who was present for the signing of the Treaty of Versailles. Couldn't tell you. Now it happened in a train car, though. Sure did. Sure did, sure did. And it worked out great for Germany, so. Oh, well. And that's the important thing. The more, the more you know. Yeah. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! I'm proud of that. Yeah. I'm proud of how they came together. That was good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, anyway, how you doing, Douglas? You know, Kevin, can I call you Kevin? Sure. Kevin, I'm doing all right. Good. You know, we're halfway through the week. As usual. And what a week it has been. Longest, well, is it longer than last week already? Feels like it. Last week was a doozy. Uh-huh. Every every morning my alarm goes off and I just think, oh, we're doing this again. Yep. <laughs> Death didn't take me. Uh, Death is a coward. God, what if that is hell? Is it like your alarm's just always going off? Oh my god, dude. My there's a there is a my mom, bless her heart is on her, like, ninth laptop. This this woman goes through more fucking technology pieces than any person I've ever known in my life. Yeah. And for some reason, the one that she has, if it starts to overheat, it just starts making noises. <laughs> and I thought initially it was, like, a carbon monoxide alarm or something. Or maybe I could, like, outlast it. And I, I, you can't. It just goes off indefinitely until you unplug it. Until you let some air get in underneath. Yeah, it, it was like, it was like they were on vacation. I was like the only one in, in the house. They were on vacation. I was watching the cats, and it just started going off at like two in the morning. Mm-hmm. And 
very unpleasant. I can't even replicate the noise. It was just like, it was two separate like tunes. Ah. It was like doo 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 doo, bam bam bam, doo 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 doo, bam 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 for like, it was like the kind of thing where you you wake up and you're still in that like haze, and you're like, okay, this isn't really happening, or like it'll just go away eventually, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm so I'm, I'm laying in bed. And it's still, it's like 15 minutes late. Like, I, I waited this for a long time. <laughs> Assuming that it was, like, uh, an alarm. Because, like, mm-hmm. what, alarms usually just, like, turn off by themselves after, like, 15 minutes or something like that. Yeah. I, anyway, that's what I was In going the with. modern era, they do. That's what I was going on with my head. And I waited, and I waited, and I waited, and it didn't get off. And eventually, like, I'm storming <laughs> down the hallway... And uh, I almost threw this fucking laptop. Like, as soon as I found out that it was the laptop and it was overheating, mm. and its its thing was to just be like, help, help, <laughs> instead of just dying quietly like most modern computers do. Uh, where, like, they have the kill switch inside. Like, yeah. You know what? We're running hot. Just shut it down. Yeah, right? Or, like, it couldn't have been something pleasant. Like, those English guys on the Titanic, they were like, well, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> like, it's not going to play something nice like that. It was basically like, oh, I'm fucking fire! You know? Very it it almost reminds me of the um, the Seinfeld joke about car alarms, where he's like, car alarms are just, like, they're so jumpy. Like, you never, like, accidentally bump into a car in a garage, like, with your person, and it's like, hey, excuse me, uh, <laughs> could you just not, like, next time, like, could you just, like, please, like, pay more attention to what you're doing? And then instead it's like, hey, get away from me! <laughs> oh, my God, don't touch me! Yeah. Uh, I mean... Car alarms were just ahead of their time. Are they? They were created at a time where people were friendly. Yeah, I guess. And everyone trusted one another. Yeah. And now it's like... What a time to be alive. Yeah. Now it's like... All right. You know how they say that, you know, people that are afraid of other races will, like, walk across the street when if they see someone, yeah. like, walking on them. Now they do that regardless yeah, of what I'm people just, look do, like. I'm going to do that. Stay away from me. I don't want to talk to anybody. Seriously. I don't want anyone to look at me. Yeah, honestly, don't even, like, my posture is already fucking garbage, but it's, like, it's made worse now by the fact, like, in, in college, I tried to, like, do my best to, like, keep my head mm-hmm. up and, like, look straight ahead and, like, not necessarily look people in the eye, but just, like, look up. It's just, like, head down the entire way. I could not navigate the world with my head up if, I, if my life depended on yeah. it. I mean, I was down at the track today, and there's this, there's this older gentleman who's there, like, every day that I'm there. He mm-hmm. rides his bike up uh, and then walks a few laps on the track and then, like, walks the bleachers next to the track mm-hmm. for a little bit. And then just kind of, you, sometimes he just sits there and, like, regains himself. Right. But I've seen this man for probably three years now, like, yeah. at the track yeah. on a pretty regular basis. Never once have either of us greeted each other. Not even, like, looked like, you know... Give him the head nod right. or like even a casual wave. Couldn't tell you what this guy's voice sounds like. Yeah. I'm just hoping that if anything were to ever happen, we could be witnesses to each other, be like, Yeah, he was innocent or Yeah. Yeah, he's down there all the time, like good person. That is an ironclad masculine relationship right there. <laughs> right. That is I mean, shit. That like, is like it's almost like if something dream. happens to my dad, like I hope this guy stays. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, uh, and it's like you're going to the hospital for some reason. They're like, "Who's your emergency contact?" And you're like, "Well, I don't know his name, 
or what he sounds like or his phone number or any way to contact him. However, I do know that he will be down at the track around 4 p.m. <laughs> around 4 p.m. He'll probably be wearing Air Monarchs. <laughs> Um, and you will have to tackle him to get any kind of contact. He rides. Out of him. He rides a green bicycle, and he's he my best friend. Leans it up against the fence. <laughs> um, if it's not a super hot day, I'll take his shoes off and walk around the track. Ooh, that is daring. He usually saves that for the spring or autumn. Oh sure. Um, but sure. Yeah, it's my that's my special track buddy. Mm. Sure. <laughs> and I like we see other people there that aren't regulars, and we're like, who the you fuck just, is this person? You give him the Clint Eastwood. <laughs> little snarl not even in those situations where we look at each other like ah oh, now I gotta deal with this yeah it's just suffering in yeah. silence this this was already bad enough <laughs> you know uh, but, I'm just glad he walks in the same direction uh, if he was an if he was an opposite directioner those domestic terrorists oh my god you ain't lying you ain't lying uh, ironically a couple years ago there was an opposite directioner I hate it but to be fair he was Middle Eastern in some capacity. So, cultural differences, I guess. But, he did say hi to me every time he'd see uh, me there. I feel like that's that's the thing. If you walk in the correct direction, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a, a a thing you can completely avoid. Yeah. Well, what was interesting... If you're all orbiting. What was interesting was, uh, I think it was at the beginning of the pandemic, I was down at the track, and... There's this couple there. There's an older couple there. I can't believe this is what the podcast is. Well, about. yeah, it's well. There's this older couple there, and like we pass each other several times. Sure. And like this is how everyone's got the blinders on. We pass each other several times, and it's only when I'm across the way from them. Yeah. I'm looking over, and it's like, I recognize their movements. Mm. And the next time I go past them, I'm like, yep, that's my aunt and uncle. That we have each passed each other several times and did not notice. Fantastic. What a great... That's, that's again, that's that's the ideal family encounter mm. out in public. Oh, yeah. And even then, like, we said, we said hi, had our pleasantries, and we're like, well, if you want to keep on running, go ahead, we won't hold you back. I was yeah. like, great. Yeah, plan on it. And then, like, they left not too long later, and they, like, waved from a distance. <laughs> I was like, this is... <laughs> this is nice. These are those nice track interactions. Very, very nice. You love to see and attractions, if you will. I won't. I won't. Contractions. Are you having contractions, Kevin? No. No, no, no. Um, what if you gave birth? That would be horrifying. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> I have $500, Doug, okay? No one's giving birth in this house. <laughs> I thought you were going from a, uh, <laughs> you know, biology standpoint, it would be horrifying. Yeah, it's... Well, that that's <laughs> not the financial. Yeah, I, I can't have a kid. No. <laughs> well, I, mean, I got five hundred bucks. I got a staircase. We're good. You know what? It's fine. Ooh. Um. But I got a staircase and two active fists. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. what designates a <laughs> fist to active duty. These these are my reserve fists. Ah, <laughs> oh, for the weekend. <laughs> Got a pass. Their floral pattern. It's like, uh, was it Carly from Of Mice and Men that wore the glove to yep. keep the hand soft for his wife? Yeah. Which is, uh, oof, pretty icky. Pretty, pretty icky. Um, so how was, uh, how was, how was, uh, how was your weekend, Doug? 
My weekend was good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. Mind the Geraldo over here with Kevin, the weekend. I don't plans. know if you haven't picked this up by now. I don't do a whole lot. <laughs> well, geez. You hear that, Alan? We're getting snuffed for no reason. Cases are on the rise. You're getting snuffed. You text like 45 minutes before bedtime. What are we doing tonight, fellas? Hey, it was that was at like 7. Yeah. Oh, my God. I maintain my... This long, guy. Long this yeah. guy. Well... I mean, it's like Saturday is... Sabbath. I, I don't know what God was thinking when yeah. he took Sunday off. Saturday's the day we need off. That's true. That's true. But if that were the case, then wouldn't Saturday be the Sunday and Sunday be the Saturday? I don't know. Are you, th- are you telling us God thinks we should work on Saturdays? Well... Are you saying God is a capitalist? Probably the American God. Mm. Hebrew God. Good show. Book. Better book. Never watched it. Never, never read it. Mm. But I am a big Neil Gaiman guy, so... Yeah, that's why a couple episodes ago you asked how to pronounce his name. Yeah, well, I've, I've never heard it. I've only seen it. Mm-hmm. Neil G-Man? Yeah. It w- yeah, anyway. He's um, just British Tim Burton. Yeah, no, for that's sure. That's really all he is. He was super close with uh, Rickman, right? Alan Rickman? Uh, Probably. Yeah. Wait, which one? The one that died. Not that Alan Rickman. I'm, I'm talking Burton or Gaiman. <laughs> Gaiman. How many Alan Rickmans do you think I know, Kevin? <laughs> How many Alan Rickmans do you think are on this island? Um, that's a that's a deep pole Jurassic Park two joke for mm-hmm. the six people that got it. Mm-hmm. Well, less than that, considering uh, you know. Sarah <laughs> Sarah Harding. <laughs> um, Ironically, there could have been other Sarahs on that island. There could have been. So the specification of uh, because of InGen. Yeah. How many series do you think are on this island? Many. You don't know. You know, I think The Lost World is a sleep rate of the series. Listen, it might be my favorite of the three. Mm-hmm. Of the of the original trilogy. Yeah. Of the OT. It might yeah. be my favorite. It is it is the least Jurassic Park, the most action-packed. Mm-hmm. But it is maybe one of Vince Vaughn's only roles that I can stand him. You're not a Vince Vaughn guy. I'm not a Vince Vaughn guy. Wow. I like he almost had me. He almost had me during the Vaughnissance. Well, what was the Vonnesans? The Vonnesans being probably that whole, like, uh... Fred Claus. Oh, please. I forgot Fred Claus existed until right now. Well, it's a better movie than you're giving it credit for. Though, it is canceled because Kevin Spacey. Uh, see, I'm not a big, I'm not a big holiday movie guy either. You hate Christmas. I mean, listen, you grew up in my world, holidays are usually just another day of the week yeah that's all they are you have to give them meaning <laughs> yeah well you grew up in my world <laughs> but anyway no i mean like it's like dodgeball and wedding crashers and i want i just want to round it out with a third a third one but whatever it's super not important anchorman maybe anchorman he did he didn't have a big role he didn't anchorman. have a big no he was well, he was something man tooth I want to say Wes. Wes Mantooth sounds right. I know that his mom's Dorothy Mantooth, and she's a saint. Mm-hmm. But as far as Wes Mantooth... He gets his arm ripped off by a bear. Did he get his... I think that was Luke Wilson. Was it? I think that was Luke Wilson. And he gets both of know. his arms ripped off. Eventually. I don't know. Anyway. The uh, ugly Wilson. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. He's 
He's a nice boy. He's no Andy Wilson. That is true. Who I did not know he existed until he, Doug brought him up. But he, he is. He played spelt. in a few older Wes Anderson movies as yeah. like super bit parts. Uh-huh. Um, but he has like the stature of Luke Wilson, the hair of Owen Wilson. Uh-huh. And. Good beard on him. Wow. He sounds just like his brothers. Yeah. That's that's honestly like the Wilsons are the male hysterical. versions of the Kardashians. It's if, so fucking funny. If me, if you walk into a room with all the Wilson brothers and close your eyes, you cannot tell who's talking. Yeah, imagine, but it's like funny because it's like imagine a Hemsworth brother, but then you're like, oh man, I gotta show this guy a trick to like, you know, like that. You're like, yes, it's, oh, I'm gonna do like the the pull off my my thumb thing just to like get this guy, <laughs> and then he's just like, man, he's so fucking hot with that beard, and then you do the thing, and he's just like, wow, wow. I would I would absolutely I would piss my pants and die. I just want there to be a movie where it's the Wilson brothers in some sort of childish like family rivalry against the Hemsworth brothers. Almost like a keeping up with the Joneses things, but keeping up with the Hemsworths. And it's like the the Wilson brothers always being disappointing in their mother's eyes. Honestly, write that down. <laughs> Alan, cut that out. Write that down. Um no, but I wanted, the only reason I, I, I don't care about your weekend, the only reason I ask is because I had myself a doozy of a Saturday. Did you? <laughs> I did. So when none of my friends wanted to go out with me on a Saturday night, and I fancied myself in Manhattan. Yes. I went down to a local whiskey joint, and when I say local, I mean roughly 25 to 30 minutes away. Right. Um, Country but a, local. But a nice, yeah, but a nice classy place. Um and I don't want to blow up my spot, but I do want to give them patronage, so I'm like kind of. Who would you be blowing up your spot to? Well, I mean, my good buddy Geo. Is Geo a whiskey guy? I don't know. I don't even think he really drinks anymore. Anyway, I could be wrong because I did share some sake with him not too long ago. For sake. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, it's a uh, it's a good little place. Maybe maybe later if I'm feeling it. Anyway, I went down there. And it was like relatively lit for again a pretty classy joint. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to stand for a while. I was like, I did not expect to have to. Did you dress up for the classy joint? Well, I mean, you know, I was Kevin Let's Casual. Let's talk the fit. I was Kevin Casual. Talk the fit. Okay, so Walk I had me through the fit. I had these these shoes on. So I had these special edition, as far as I can tell, white sambas mm-hmm. with black laces. Not to be confused with white mamba. Alright, Continue. Anyway, and then I had uh, no-show socks on. Mm-hmm. I had uh, blue... Did you showing off some ankle oh, like a Oh, buddy, flapper. listen, man, I've been working on these gams. You are going to fucking see them. Oh, God. You're going to see these gams. That's a Witness threat. them. That is a threat. <laughs> and uh, I... Oh, we lost God. Nope, God's back. Okay. Uh, um, God's not in this house. Just like 33 A.D. Hey... <laughs> Um, but then I had, I had, they're technically skinny jeans, but there's a lot of give on them and they're not quite like skin tight. So they're more like a slim fit jean. Yeah. All right. But they're pretty, they're pretty light colored, which is relatively new for me. I'm still kind of getting used to the light jean. I'm more of like a black, dark blue jean guy. Yeah. You like to dwell in the shadows. Yeah. Well, Hey, I've come out of the shadows and into the light Mm -hmm. in like the past couple of years. So you're welcome world. Okay. I like to think I have some hand okay. in that. Okay. Um, your your uh, autumnal fists. Mm-hmm. Are, are to, anyway, so I had those <laughs> jeans on. I had the ankles pin rolled. The pin roll is important because that kind of like 
mm-hmm. you know it keeps them up mm-hmm. but it's not like a very wide cuff right like a tight cuff. so i had those on um, um i read gq okay. you don't need to explain okay. this well to i'm me. explaining to the babies in case they're not as cultured as we are oh, i mean i know wow. i know that, that you is are. insulting to I, the know babies. You, I guess I know we know who they dislike are. more i know that you are i'm just you know for the other the adopted babies that's who i'm explaining it to okay so i love you very much don't, don't listen to duck the one don't we chose Anyway, so a blue light special at Kmart. Bing. And um, so I had that. And then I just had a simple white curved hem shirt. Mm. So basically, um, what I imagine uh, our good buddy Ben, friend of the pod, mm-hmm. uh, what he would what he would wear. The if, former Brooklynite that he yeah, is. Uh, it, that's what I would wear. Because Ben, you know, let's be honest. Yeah. He's a good-looking dude. He is a good-looking dude. And I want to be just as good-looking as Ben. Mm-hmm. Oh, good luck. I know. I, it's a fruitless endeavor. Mm-hmm. But uh, This endeavor will bear no fruit. It's zero fruit. Not even vegetables. The harvest will be barren. And neither year. fruit nor veg. But hey, you got to try. You got to try. You got to try. Um, you know what? That's why he keeps you around is because you try. Ex- hey, that's why anybody keeps anybody around. You got to put in effort, babies. Okay, that's the meaning of life. It's not to succeed. It's to try to succeed. Oh, yeah. If you happen to succeed, more power to you. And be seen trying. And be seen trying. Okay? They say they say character is what you do when no one's watching. Okay? But plot is what you do when people are watching. If someone's- and listen, a good plot will outrun a good character any day. If someone's like talking about it's you, like, true. man, he doesn't even, true. that guy doesn't even try. You want the person they're talking to be like, no, I saw him once. Yeah, I saw him. I saw him trying. Can vouch. One. Yeah. What a dumb bit. Anyway, um, <laughs> this was a bit to you? <laughs> Doug's like, yeah, what a dumb bit. <clears throat> but, uh, so I went, I went. What is that, an hour yeah, already? Yeah, geez. Uh, you're right. What's our snowman? Anyway, uh, so I went down there and the, the cup, there's, there was two couples. Mm-hmm. Talking, like they were around like the corner, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like one was on one plane, the other one was on the other plane, mm-hmm. and um, swingers. I, I see. I don't. Did they like your vibe? They did. Oh, they did. Swear. But don't don't jump ahead of me, okay? Don't jump ahead of me. So I'm I'm just enjoying my cocktail, okay? My mm-hmm. buddies died face down in the muck so that I could enjoy this family. May, may I interject briefly? I mean, you're gonna. How did you, like, set settle on this destination for the night? If you're like, all right, I got no one rolling with me. Right. Why this spot? Because I hadn't been there in a long time, and I also have not had, like, like a legitimate drink. Okay. I haven't had, like, an actual, like, cocktail in maybe over a year at this point. So You're not talking just, like, a Jack and Coke? Yeah, no. I mean, that like, something that you would, like, need to know how to make. Yeah. Um... And, fuck it. I mean, Acacia is a good joint. Oh, I've been there. Acacia is a great joint, and it's like far enough away from everything where it's not like in the middle of the South Side. Always looks like it's been shut down. Yeah, and I I love that about it <laughs> because I know that it hasn't, <laughs> and it usually keeps the, the the riffraff out. Yeah. Even though it's like right there at the end, it's like right. I think it's it's like perpendicular to Twenty Two Street, right by the Birmingham Bridge. Yeah. So. Twenty Two uh, Street. 22 seconds. I know, but you know what? I saw it in my head, and I was oh, just kind of like reading this, it. This is the same guy that says folks, so I guess I shouldn't expect anything more. From I was you. reading. I was reading the teleprompter, and I just anyway. Um, 
It's right there. So I was like, initially my night was going to be this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go down. I'm going to have one. Maybe I'm going to double up. I'm going to either go one one Old Fashioned and one Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Or if the Old Fashions are really good, I'm just going to have two. Yeah. And then I'm literally going to walk down the street, go to Ruggers, which is a bar that I love. Mm-hmm. I have many friends whom, well, friends, I mean. <laughs> many. I'm friends with people that, I'm friendly with people that either work there or yeah. go there uh, quite often. You walk in there and they're like, hey, it's, it's this not guy. Ex- it's not exactly the cheers situation, but, but if like, I know a person, that domino effect will turn yeah. it into a cheers situation. It's not something where, like, you would ever really hang out with these people if you saw them just, like, somewhere right, else. Right, yeah. But, like, if in that very specific environment, like, we'll all... Yeah. It sets the tone, really. They it, recognize that you've been there. They talk to you. Yeah. They just get to know so you. So I was like, I'm going to have two drinks. Acquaintances. And then I'll probably just go... I'll go grab a couple Tecates, and then I'll call it a night. Like, mm-hmm. I got down there at, like, 9.30. I was like, I'll be home in bed by midnight. No Take problem. No problem. Um... What wound up happening... Seemed like it was a problem to me. <laughs> what wound up happening was I... So I get down there. I have my first one, which actually took some doing. Because, like I said, kind of hopping. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which is a term that I've never used in my life, and I'm not really sure why I picked it now. It's because of your new friends, I guess. I guess. That's Trying how it goes. Trying to impress them. So, eventually, like, a space in, like, the weird corner section behind the door opens up. Okay, yeah. And I was like, well... I mean, I don't want to take up a table by myself because that's rude. Mm-hmm. So I go. So you take up a table by yourself. So I take up a table spread. by myself. <laughs> yeah, one leg on the table. I'm giving them like the risky business. Like, um, plenty of space over and, here. <laughs> and uh, God, I wish I was Sharon Stone. You could be. Thanks, buddy. Give it a shot. Thanks, buddy. Have you tried being Sharon Stone? I, I do like that, like wet hair, slick back thing on women. Like that's a big. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. And anyway, so I take the seat at the corner, and I'm like, I, I again, like, I don't have anything to, I don't have anyone to talk to. I just want to, like, have my drink or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, playing, like, a word game on my phone just to, like, make it look like, hey, man, like, I'm not trying to, like, if you want to say hi, like, say hi. Call like, you David, because hey, man. I was going to say, okay. Okay. <laughs> Call um, you David, because Goliath. <laughs> so I'm there. And the guy sitting next to me is like pretty. He, he's in that weird. He's, he's like, pretty handsome. He, well, he, he wasn't ugly, but he was in that weird like six out of ten drunk stage where like he could form complex sentences and like actually think. But like he was gonna pretty much say like whatever. He, was anyway. he using big words because like he was that drunk where it's like oh they sound so nice coming out? And Not necessarily. It is kind. Of, it's like one of those things where like because I, I love that level. <laughs> I bet that, like, if whenever he would, like, go take a leak, like, he would talk to himself in the mirror. Yeah. You know, like that. Like, you're not as drunk as you think you are. You got this. Like, you're going to have a glass of water, and it's going to be cool. It's like that kind of... But when he would come down, like, he would be able to, like, fit into, like, any conversation, no matter what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was... He was... So, again, he was drunk enough to talk basically in a straight line, but he was not drunk enough to not say everything that popped into his head. Ah... Yeah, so he was just shotgunning that ideas. That is a fine line to walk. Yeah, he, is a sh- he was just shotgunning ideas out that were all accurate to the point of the conversation that he was trying to have with me, yeah. but not, like, getting a single point across. He was just, like, con- anyway, very nice guy. And uh, eventually... It's like back, it's like a back and forth thing. So he's like, he keeps returning to his party, mm-hmm. and then he, he'll like tap me on the arm and be like, "Hey man, you enjoying your drink?" 
And I'd be like, yeah, I mean, hey, it's it's a whiskey. So I assume they know how to make a good cocktail, yeah. like a whiskey bit. And he was, or a you know, bourbon. And uh, he was like, good, man. Yeah, this place is fucking awesome. We didn't even know about this until like a couple of days ago. And these, <laughs> been here every night since. Yeah, pretty, and he was like, and he pointed to the other two, the other couple. And he was like, and these guys are from Florida. This is literally... Like the second time they've ever been to PA, this the then like we just met them and now we just met you and like now all five of us are friends and I was like, oh <laughs> okay, so we are. I mean, hey, and as it turns out, like they're all our age, which ah. like I was like, I mean, then I look fucking good for my age because I could I honestly gun to my head, I'd be like, you guys are definitely thirty five. Wow, but. I have an interesting note about that, but we can double sure. back to it. Just sure, and they were all like really, really cool. But then eventually, they they left me alone for like a longer period of time mm-hmm. since they started like bringing me in or whatever. And they those two go, those guys out go out to like you know have a dart and smoking haters. Yeah, just ripping butts outside. And then the the one guy <laughs> that's a different thing. The one guy's girlfriend is like, what did he say? Your what was your name again? And like she said her name, and I was like, it's, it's Kevin. She goes, I love your hair. And I was like, well, we're friends now. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, thank you. And then she immediately goes into like, which one, of, like between like her and like her new her new girlfriend, she's like, which one of us do you think has better hair? And they like, they did the thing where they put their heads next to each other. That's and I was like, position to be I was like, ooh, both of those guys could probably kick my ass. Mm-hmm. So we're going to play this one real smart. And I was like, I'm going to go with you on the left. And no, I'm kidding. Um, but you should be like, speaking of hair, this hair, this guy, this guy. I was like, recently washed, so the difficulty factor does not want to play nice. You girls know how it is. And uh, oh, the hens will clock, am right? I right? Oh my goodness! And so the guys ended up coming back in because you know, as you're wont to do. Uh-huh. And did they, they were, invite you to smoke with them. They did, mm. and I'm not. A, I'm not a big cigarette guy. So like you you put a drill in my hand and you can say goodbye to that battery. Wow! Do you want your lungs to explode at this point, or do you want them to get a film? Is is a film a possibility? Well, for cigarettes, yeah. I was gonna say, what about they what? explode with pens? <laughs> so they shoot on film, not digital. Yes. Um, that's a good joke. Hi, okay, Def. that joke is, Jules, cigarettes give your lungs a film, mm-hmm. but Jules give it a digital. We'll work on it. Yeah. We'll work on it. Yeah, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. We'll get our people in a room. We'll workshop it. We'll I got a smile out of him. It's good. It's good stuff. Thanks, man. Keep it coming. Thanks, God. <laughs> and so, anyway, so they come back in, and the, the one guy's like, hey, you're not going to believe this. And I was like, I bet I will, actually. <laughs> and he was like, so such and such. And I, for posterity, I do remember their names. But, yes. Um, he was like, such and I such. I need names and addresses yeah. right now. He was like, so they have an Airbnb or whatever, because they're from Florida, and mm-hmm. they're looking for, for houses up here. But, and like the like the, the game space that's in the attic of this Airbnb, they have a Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3 cabinet. Oh, boy. And I was like, that's so good for you, man. That's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, he was like, you should come play games with us. <laughs> and I was like, so you... you <laughs> You two, that could be interpreted a lot of ways. I was like, you two and you two want me, solo man, to come. Where's the Airbnb? And they're like, oh, it's in Mount Washington. And I was like, fuck. Mm, your old stomping grounds. Yeah. So I was like, I mean, I'm not really feeling it. And then they did something. They did something. Uh-huh. That's not as salacious as you think it is. But if you you know me, I was going to say, if you know me, which mm-hmm. I hope you do, uh, 
they basically challenged me. Oh, that's it. That's you're it. In. And uh, at this point, I'm Surprised like, "Surprised you're not still with them." Yeah, right I'm now. like three. I'm like three, like two and a half old fashions in at this point. And they were like, they were like, "Oh, you should totally come." And I was like, "Guys, I don't know. It's it's not that I'm worried you're gonna like axe murder me and like tie me to the radiator. Not in that order. Mm-hmm. But like, I, it's just it's late. <laughs> what do and do with Ma- this corpse? Guess right? we just tie it to the radiator. <laughs> and Matt, Mount Washington's like a bitch to navigate when you're sober and like. <laughs> We're not wasted, but it's, like, not going to be simple, and it's, like, a whole thing. And, again, it is, like, 11.30 now. Like, it's, like, a little late. And then the one girl was like, see, I knew he wasn't going to show up. And I was like, what? You call me a bitch? And she was like, yeah, she was like, I mean, it's just, I wouldn't expect you to. And I was like, you don't even know. You don't even, what's the fucking address? What's the address right now? That Mortal Kombat right? is mine. Right? And so she she types it into my phone. Mm-hmm. And I go to hit, like, the, you know, go, like the, like the you know, get me there button mm-hmm. on, on maps. And it disappears. Mm. So I was like, okay. So then we like we went back over it because I was like it's like 105 and she was like it's 405 and I was like oh that could have been bad because that's not close to each other yeah so I make sure that it's 405 300 away right in fact. I I make sure that it's this particular street and I get up there and there's no one there like re- relatively good parking which is already like a bad sign like when things are going that well in Mount Washington you're like oh, I'm gonna get shanked or some shit because there's like if some, you're lucky right there's some nice parts of Mount Washington I'm led to believe. And then a lot of it's like super fucking sketch, but they all look the same. <laughs> so it's really hard to tell where uh, it's like the land that gentri- gentrification failed. It's like a lot of like done up projects, and then it's still like nine meth dealers living in this really nice. Apartment. And then the townies took it back, right? And uh, so I'm like, it's like something like what was it when I started texting? It was like twelve ish. Let me look it up. Yeah, you can look it up. You got receipts. Because I was very, very close to falling asleep. Yeah, yeah. The lights were off. Uh, my phone was on the nightstand charging. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's a weekend. I don't need to have it on Do Not Disturb. Right. Brother, I needed to have it on <laughs> Do Not Disturb. Hey, you engaged. Uh, let's see. Okay, okay, so it's Saturday at 11.47 okay. p.m. Okay. Kevin texts me, buddy, I've been duped by drunkards. <laughs> Before I could say anything, hold on, maybe not. Either way, I've got a great story for the pod. Hmm, well, maybe not intentionally, but duped nonetheless. And I said, I'm so confused. Mm-hmm. And Kevin says, ironic, you should have used this scale before. I'm currently 6 out of 10 tipsy in Mount Washington because this group of people gave me the wrong address. At least it's a really nice night, you know? Good climate, as they say. Mm-hmm. And then you started asking me how my family was. Yeah. <laughs> so I never found out what happened to you. <laughs> right. So as a But ter- then I was like, I have to like stay awake to like maybe go rescue him and pick him <laughs> up. I was like, uh, whenever Kevin's in Mount Washington, he's usually out to like 5 in the morning. <laughs> If, I don't want that to be my night. If I come home. So, oh, yeah. Um, if it's not 5, it's 11.30 in the morning. Hey, anyway, so as it turned I was like, I walked to the address because like they had one of the things. Like, From the south side? Yeah. No, I drove there. I, I drove there and I parked and was I sort of. the same night there was a shooting in the south side? It was the night after. 
pretty sure there were multiple shootings. Probably. Uh, and it was something that I was aware of, which is why I wanted to stay as far away from the heart of Southside as possible, mm. which was another reason why I chose Acacia. The Heart of Darkness. It, it is basically the last bar <laughs> on the left. And um, so I get up there, and they the, the, the property in question is one of those that's like, not on the like not on the sidewalk like you can't walk from the side see it's like it's like multiple flights of stairs oh, to yeah, get yeah, up yeah, there yeah. so i walk up there and i like there's an open window and i see like a woman in there that was not at the bar mm-hmm. so i was like well those fucking they gave me the wrong you got so, catfish right so then i'm walking down and i was like but they they made very sure that it was this mm-hmm. and i never got anybody's number yeah I felt like that was a security measure. Like I was, I was at that point in the night where I was like, you know what? If I don't give them my number, then they can't hunt me down if I just leave. Yeah. So, I'm just like standing there on the street, and I was like, well, it's eleven ish, and uh, I'll give them a couple of minutes. I'll give them a few minutes, mm-hmm. and eventually they pulled up, and they were like, "Is that Kevin?" <laughs> and I was like, "Jesus, okay, so this is, this is happening now. Like I can't leave." You- Jumped behind a fence. Okay. Like so, this is just ha- this is just happening. Um, and then, like honestly, honestly, it ended up being a really, really pleasant evening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Did you re- ever end up like exchanging yeah. numbers with them? Um, one of the guys, which we haven't even we yeah. haven't. It was one of those things like name from place. Oh, like, that, yeah. That's how he's and. Um, <laughs> But they were all like super. Can't wait to be at the wedding. <laughs> yeah, right. They were all like really, really cool. Like we very like there was nothing that they said that anybody wanted to bring up that was like an off topic or yeah. like something that anybody really disagreed with or anything like that. Turns out the guy that was renting the Airbnb makes a motherfucker of a mojito. Um, so we had those. Uh, I kicked both of their asses at Mortal Kombat because As I expected because I know. I know how to play Scorpion. I know how important that game is. To yeah. You. So it, it, you know what? It, it was a really nice night. They talked about like, you know, so it turns out like the one, the one guy had he has like a, a whole bunch of kids, and so we were like, kind of like joking with and him. They're our age. No. Yeah. Oh right. My God. Um. He, like apparently the one's gonna be in Mensa, which is really exciting for him because he's uh he's eleven or not eleven he was I don't remember what age it was but they said that he he could le- he could read young adult novels at like the age of three. Mm, I remember that age, right? Um, and it's like, well, yeah, yeah, right? Because he he I don't know he had like this thing about how like um the like the, the their their son felt like put out by the fact that like his parents would read at night, mm-hmm. um, but he would get like the the monster at the end. And he was like, well, I want the word books. And they're like, yeah, but you barely have, like, uh, what's, like, this the thing where you... You can barely speak the king's English. Yeah, really. So um, he, like, willed himself through frustration and spite to, to read complex sentences. But he cannot form, you know, any relationship with people his age. So. Yeah, well... That's how it goes when you're an English major. That's how it goes when you're a kid in this day and age in general. Truly. Um, anyway, really, really cool people. Yeah. Like, like honestly, it's like usually whenever you get the like the people that you meet at the bar and it's like name from place, and you're like, man, I kind of hope that fucking guy never talks to me again. Yeah. I'm like, like I ex- I don't expect anything soon, uh-huh. but inside like the next six months, if I don't even get so much as like a hey, like did you want to go back out? Yeah. Thing like I'm gonna be like a tiny. I'm gonna be like twenty percent disappointed. It could, it could even just be something where like you go back to that bar, the yeah. original one, and see them there. It'd be like, hey, yeah. and then like just do it all over yeah. again. Like, 
Like maybe not that Sometimes to that degree. Sometimes it just takes like a couple of times and you're like, oh, like we're actually friends now. Yeah. Like, like we could actually have Really, really, really cool. But like, I, and I understand like, cause I, I've already told this to a couple of people and like every time I get the like, not every time, but a good portion of the times that I've told this story, it, it's been like, man, imagine if you were a woman though. I mean, that is like a realistic thing you it, have to look at. Right. And it, it's a thing that I, that I thought about and I was like, can we just not appreciate how fucking balls to the wall insane like this thing happened well i think if you if you had you been a woman um i think their significant others would have been like yeah she doesn't want to come back with us yeah like we can't ask this woman to go to a different neighborhood by herself yeah i think that's i mean or i like also they would have ridden right. with you or else i would have just gone straight to ruggers because i i actually know that i would have probably known people there or alternatively i would not have gone out by myself yeah i think that's the but, probably the bigger thing yeah, I don't know. It's but, it's weird not having that fear though. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't. And that's like a topic that I don't really want to yeah. super hardcore get into. But like, yeah, it's a privilege. But I think like we're focusing on the wrong thing here. <laughs> uh, the fact that like, what it, Kevin's saying is don't shit on his good night, right? With your realism. Yeah, okay, that's not what this night was about, because everything that could have been bad was, in fact, good. You still could have woken up one less kidney. That's true. That's true. Um, what time did you get out of there? Uh, I got home just before 3, so probably oh somewhere God. around like 2.30. Um, and I was fucking dead to the world on Sunday. We I mean, had a good fucking time. but Well, that's what my Saturday was, because I went out Friday night. Sure. And sure. then Saturday, I was like, yeah. "Wow!" And then you sent the text. I was like, "He's joking, right?" Yeah, yeah. Sunday, Sunday was a tough day. I ate, I ate nothing. My meals were like mostly grease and three thousand calories a piece. Mm. But because uh, that's the thing, I'll tell you what they um that Gatorade Light or Gator Light or whatever it's it's like you oh, know yeah, I've, advanced I've just, hydration yeah. technology. It's bullshit. Yeah. It tastes like shit, and it doesn't fucking work. Like, no. you, you can buy Pedialyte Sport in, like, fucking gallons. I trust fucking Pedialyte. I mean, just normal Gatorade's good for hangovers. Yeah, honestly, normal normal green apple Gatorade will fucking do it. You get two of those bitches, you get yourself a fast break, and you go to sleep with the window open, you're good. Yeah. You're good, okay? Yeah. That's how you fucking do it. And then the next morning, take a poop. Take a shower. It's gonna be involuntary. And you are back in on, action. Yeah, if it's if it's Yang, slug some Jameson, and you're back on the horse. Hair of the dog. Hair of the dog. Hair of well, that's the title of this episode. Hair of the dog that bit you. <laughs> and he does bite, ladies. Uh, I made a friend Friday night, hmm. and it was the DJ operating the karaoke uh, at the bar. I ended up at. Love to hear it. I'm pretty sure his name is Sean. Good for Sean. But he was loving me. Because, <laughs> like, I would do a song and go right back up there and be like, all right, now do this one next. He was mm -hmm. like, all right, but we got, like, three songs in between. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. How many times did you do Hey Ya? I didn't do Hey Ya. Really? I did Stevie Wonder. Sure you did. Um, and I did a duet with a stranger who was just, like, half-assing his song. Ugh. He, like, it wasn't, it wasn't his fault. It was just, like, I think when he asked to do the song... Uh, he thought he would have more confidence than he did. And then, like, his, like, Not he was starting enough. to fail, like, the words. And, like, the words are on the screen. Yeah, it's a teleprompter. Um, and I was, I was just like, he just needs a backup singer. He just needs a backup singer. Yeah. And I was like, 
You were a pip. I had. He was Gladys Knight and you were the pip. I had enough. You were all the pips. Uh, whiskey gingers to be like, brother. Let's go. Brother. Brother. I've, I've got your back, brother. <laughs> Douglas is ready. <laughs> oh, this is a good time. This is a good night. Good nights all around. Um, Now that I've brought it up, I do. I do want to say how I appreciate. Um, the fact that uh, you know R.I.P. Randy uh, Macho Man Savage. Yes, it's weird that you go that way. Yeah, and not Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, uh, I do appreciate the fact that every time he opened his mouth, it sounded like he was in the fight for his life through a stroke. <laughs> um, that man. At, at a certain point, blood stopped flowing through his veins, and it was pure Colombian, like cocaine. Oh man! Just smack. And, uh, seriously, if you his interviews are some of the funniest fucking things you can watch on the internet mm-hmm. because I don't think he knows where he's at, and it it well, is. He's got those dark sunglasses on. It's at all so, times. like he's got those fucking pit vipers on, and uh, Hulk Hogan, you know, Terry, for better or worse. Mm-hmm. Is trying to keep that shit on board as much as he possibly can, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking specifically of the interview whenever they become the mega, like when they come out as the mega powers for the first time, and like we're already down to like six people that know what the fuck I'm talking about. But yeah. whenever that is number right now, so yeah, it's six, a, six out of ten, six keeps popping up, and uh, but whenever the, are you the beast? Whenever he's like, so you guys are the mega, like what are we? What's going on here? Like, what is this? What does this look like for the face of the WWF? Mm-hmm. And Hulkster is like, "Well, you know, Mean Gene, <laughs> we don't really know what we're dealing with here, brother, because like, no, we've never." And then, like, again, this is—I don't know if we're streaming or not, but like, he, like Macho Man, he's like one of those like ancient Inca like pyramid idols where it's like mm-hmm. his like tongues out and he just is like slithering around and he's like he's all the band members of kiss compiled into one basically person. and he is just not blocking anything <laughs> but the vibe to this interview like he's just like oh i don't see i'm like i'm thinking about it too much i don't even think i can properly do like a macho man right without now. doing the bones huh? yeah pretty much but he's just like <laughs> Oh my god, there's so and by much... by that point, he was like a 50-some-year-old yeah, man. Yeah, I think he was probably sober whenever he did that. Wasn't the wrestlers, like, loosely about him? It could have been. I don't know, but he, uh... It's like a macho... But the, And it's also, like, what's hysterical to me is that, like, whenever he would do interviews by himself, he would say some, like, relatively complex sentences for, like, a re- professional wrestler... Like, now people drop promos, and it's, like, super philosophical, and everybody's, like, a big brain like, Disney villain. Mm-hmm. But back then, it was, like, all you had to be was, like, crass and rude, and he would be, like, I know it's disappointing, but you must accept it. <laughs> and I was, like, God, what is going on here? This dude's throwing, like, eight different types of smoke. Oh, man. I just... So, I watched that, like, uh... The Young Rock Show. Yeah. I've watched it pretty much all in one sitting because it's super charming. But, like... Heard it stinks. I mean, it's a network comedy. All right, fair enough. But it's... It's, it's two and a half it's rocks. charming. It's three rocks. Three and a half rocks. Three and a half rocks. <laughs> um, but that's a Friday night. <laughs> but, like, I have no reason to doubt the truth behind it. So, like, Macho Man, Andre the Giant, like, all those guys... 
were basically DJ's uncles growing up. Oh, I'm sure. And, like, he just hung out with them as a child all the time. Um, and so whatever I saw that thing that I sent you, I think, yesterday, that quote from Andre the Giant. Yeah. Where he's just like, I just don't like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I trust this take yeah. on it. Yeah. Did you watch uh, whatever that show was on VH1? It's like Hulk Family Values or some shit. Oh, God, no. That show destroyed his life. It did. It did. Uh, and like, it doesn't matter which side of the Hulk Hogan aisle you sit on. It's not a good one. You, just, you don't want to watch someone who's like outside of their like fame. He's a pretty normal person. Yeah. It's not like he's a supervillain in anything. Yeah. He's not a tyrant. And, and that's pretty much how all those shows kind of boiled down, too. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I was, like, what, 14, 15 when that show came. So I watched for Brooke Hogan. Oh, of course. And, like, but everything that happened in that show was just so wild. And I understand that that, you know, like, reality TV Didn't wasn't, Didn't his son, like, like kill somebody? It, dude, it's a fucking, it's a there is. real minefield of, like, what the shit is going on here? Um. Yeah. Let me see if I can't... Because he had a lot of different eras, and I never believed any of them. Like, whenever he was, like, ultra babyface, and then he was, like, the American hero, and then he, like, went and he joined, like, the Generation X, and he, like, colored his, his Fu Manchu black, and I was like, uh-huh. I don't believe this shit either. Which is probably, like, it's natural coloring. <laughs> yeah, it could at be. At that stage. Um, he was in Rocky Three. Was he? Yeah, he it, it, he wasn't like the villain or anything. Yeah, yeah. He just did, he was himself. Okay. And it was like a charity match between Rocky being the boxer yeah. and Hulk Hogan being the wrestler. Interesting. I'm pretty sure he picks up Rocky and throws him out of the ring. I could Makes be misremembering. I haven't seen the third one in a long time. Makes sense. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think mean, I, a movie where Mr. T is the bad guy. Yeah, I haven't really watched that. Four is the one that I always go to, and I don't really. Four and one. One one and two. Well, one's a classic. Yeah. Two incredible sequel. Four, so insane and iconic. Yeah. Four there's a there's a robot. But like also very important to the story that's continued on in the Creed movies. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean I'm sure because oh, yeah. it's you know. Um so the show was Hogan Knows Best. Oh, it was can un- you imagine? Could you imagine if Hulk Hogan <laughs> truly knew best? If he was like in the war room and he was like, Listen here, brother. <laughs> We've got these satellites up in space. <laughs> We're watching the communists. Uh, t- Terry, Terry, call me Hulkster. Uh, Hulk, General Hulkster. Uh, those are, uh, they're actually not Soviets anymore. They're, they're capitalists too. And also those satellites are owned by Comcast. Yeah. So we can't really do anything. The Comcastionists. We gotta no, put, well, you know what? We're getting closer. We gotta put lasers on. <laughs> call it the Space Force. <laughs> Jesus. I, yeah. I don't want to get political, but I feel like I would have rather had Hulkster in the Oval Office. <laughs> at least I think that, we kind of did. At least that would have been yeah, a little bit more entertaining. What was that movie from like the '80s that Hulk Hogan was in, where he makes a, he like scares a dude so bad that he just shits himself? <laughs> it's like explosive. I don't know. Let me uh, let me see if it's in his wiki. I'm not even sure if he's like a big part of that movie. He just shows up as like a like an enforcer dude. Uh, it could have been anything from No Holds Barred to Mr. Nanny, Santa with Muscles, or Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain. I don't think it's Three Ninjas, because it does not sound like the vibe that they would be bringing there. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Hulk Hogan. 
Oh, Oldsboro. What a thing. But, um... Yeah, it looks oh, like... Oh, sorry. He did not play Hulk Hogan in Rocky Three. He played Thunderflips. <laughs> Thunderflips. Well... Not to be confused with Thunderlips. Icky. But valid. Yeah. Um... That was his second film credit. Good for him. It says, in 2015, Hogan was a judge on the sixth sixth season of Tough Enough alongside Paige and Daniel Bryan, but due to the scandal, he was replaced by The Miz after episode five. Mm. God, is that the lowest thing that can happen to you? (laughs) Be replaced by The Miz? I mean, that being said, you know, The Miz is awesome. Yeah. Um, Anyway. Anyway. I'm really... Yeah, yeah, he's big real. He's a. He, I think he owes pretty much everything to. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's uh Oh, it's definitely no holds barred. Yeah, because I've seen the clip before, and it is the clip that you see that face in. Fantastic, fantastic. A TV network boss pits a wrestler called Zeus against a wrestler called Rip in a wrestling match. Rip and Zeus. It'd been a. It'd have been funny if. Um, he pitted these two wrestlers together, or against each other, in, like, a court proceeding. <laughs> Your Honor, I object. You, you gotta subvert the expectations from yeah. time to time. No ring, no ref, no rules. No holds barred. Okay, well, that doesn't really sound like an organized fight at all. Yeah. But, hey. What can you do? That's show business. Directed by Thomas J. Wright, who went on to direct... Yeah. Alias? The show? And he was also second unit director on Howard the Duck. Prolific. (laughs) Essential. That is the word. Pivotal. He's been in the industry. He's been around. I'm not sure um, if you've ever heard of Howard the Duck. It's a... Actually, having seen it, it's pretty horrible. Yeah. I could not imagine paying money to go see this movie. Yeah, that's... You get to see duck nipples. All right. Great. Yeah. And this was directed... I think it was directed by George Lucas. Hey, man. Fucking Howard the Duck's in the MCU, so you show some respect. (sighs) Different Howard the Duck. I mean, same character, different character. (laughs) (laughs) But... I think uh, the bad guy in Howard the Duck the movie was the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Who is a pederast? Is he really? He is. Wow. He is. He is. He is. I was actually it's say weird. it ain't so. It's weird that I was actually thinking about that. Uh, Alan. His name's Alan something, but with two L's. So don't worry about it. And, um, and an A. Well, yeah. No, the second letter. A L L A N. Okay. Whew. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Um, no, but I was thinking about uh, Alan Ruck the other day. Not the same Alan. Yeah. Because he is in something. He's still. Uh, he's still doing stuff. He was in Spin City, wasn't he? He was. What a show that was in the Michael J. Fox years. Um, yeah, right? Less so in the Charlie Sheen years. Um, yeah, the Carlos Estevez years. And I mean, like, Mia Sarah, like, come on. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Matthew Broderick guy. I liked Godzilla 2000. What's not to like? I mean, if you ask an actual, like, Godzilla stan, everything. But I really liked it. Yeah. I thought it was different. I don't I hold it in its own universe. I don't think that canonically it fits in anywhere, but I as a movie, as a standalone movie, it's got everybody that I like. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's got Hank Azaria, it's got uh Jean Reno. Isn't Hank Azaria like 
the the other gentleman in it who yeah. like stole his girlfriend or whatever. No, he he is a, an extremely Brooklyn uh, news camera operator mm. who just needs to get the story, or excuse me, needs to get the story. And uh, uh, Matthew Broderick's girlfriend is trying to be a news reporter, and she like fakes her way in, and he helps her fake it, and fake it till you make it. Exactly. And he is uh, he's like a worm doctor or some such. And stuff like that. It's like uh, it's a little wild, but um, Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey Jones is the guy who I'm thinking of, I believe. And um, he Jean Reno. Uh, Jeffrey Jones is the president. Nope, the principal of the Ferris Bueller's Day Off. His name is not Alan at all. No, he was arrested for possession of child pornography in 2002. Ah, well, you know that was like 20 years ago. And then twice for failing, up, arrested twice for failing to update his sex offender status in Florida in 04 and six years later in California. Mm. In 2006, he recorded his, Jones's record became the subject of community complaint during production of Who's Your Caddy in Aiken, South Carolina. Upon learning of his involvement, locals insisted that the public should have been alerted considering that families were being invited to the set. Surrounding the release, this is the second sentence, surrounding the release of Deadwood, the movie, Jones's crime was noted by the media, so... He was in Deadwood? I guess he was in Deadwood. That's a show I've been meaning to watch. Um, you know what, he was in Deadwood, like, the movie. It's, it's not like gonna no, he was encourage in me to watch it knowing that a known... He was in 33 episodes of Deadwood. And he was in Deadwood, the movie, in 2019, so How I guess How many times are you gonna say he was in Deadwood, the movie? He's done stuff. He's still doing stuff. Well, see, kids, that just goes to show that... When you're a white man... That a little pedophilia shouldn't hold you back. Oh, boy. Um, anyway, for we have... Uh, <laughs> um, the more you know. Jesus. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> you know what? Shake my hand. That was good. Um, but sp- before we get away from 80s movies... Yeah. Well, we should get away from everything and, like, because we did ba- get Snowman. Well, yeah, but like real quick, yeah, going yeah. back to like you said. Sorry, Alan, I tried. You said these people were like our age right. that you hung out with. Yeah. But you would have guessed like mid-30s. Yeah. I found out recently. Recently? Yesterday, maybe the day before. Time has lost all meaning. It's a flat circle. Um, Reginald Vell Johnson. Reggie Johnson? You know him as Carl Winslow. Yeah. Or as Al Powell in Die Hard. Okay. When, I guess when he auditioned for his part in Die Hard, and you've seen what it looks like in Die Hard. Right. He was 31 years old. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. So he was roughly our age when yeah. he was in Die Hard. That's the thing, man. Like, how in, fucking... In 80s, 30... A late 80s, 31. There's a lot of smog in the air. Is like Damages a modern face. day yeah. 48. I think. Do you think maybe that is? It's a that that contributes to like our sense of like, oh, we have to like live out all of our dreams before we hit 30 because then we're gonna be old. I mean, because, probably yeah. But growing up watching movies, you're like, that dude's 30 and he's still doing movies. Mm. A miracle. Like it's. But you guys I mean, are- and then if you're a sports fan, fuck. Yeah. You know, it's like I, I saw somebody the the it's deadline day in the NHL and we picked, the Pens picked up some guy who was like 27 and I was like, "Fuck. What am ho- I doing with my life? Ho- hopefully not for very long. What that contract <laughs> looked like. This guy's going to drop dead any second. <laughs> He's at the end of his rope." Yeah, Jesus. Um Nah, some dude from from the Canes, he was, he was like, "Name 27." And I was like, 
please be a one-off. Was it Jordan Stahl? It wasn't, but I wish. Bring the lad home. Bring them all home. I want that. I want as many people from 2009 as we can possibly get. <laughs> I don't care how many times we've won the cup yeah. since then. We got to bring Those the boys the home. You know, we got to get all the survivors. Slap some skates on Billy Garrett. Exactly. <laughs> oh fuck! Was he on that team? Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, he definitely was. He was on that team. Yeah. Who am I thinking of that got the that, that's Photoshop of the penalty for too much man? Uh, who am I thinking of? I I see his face, but I just cannot. Um. No, no, it was a uh, Gary. Gary Roberts. Gary Roberts. Yeah. Gary Roberts. Scary Gary. It's too much. Too the eyes. Like him and Brooks Warpick both just had like the. Brooks Warpick had some terrifying. Oh, eyes. Dude, and his brother is even scarier. Really? Oh. I don't even know. Yeah, they had two of them, and we drafted the one, but I don't think he ever played for us. No, Brooks Orpik played for us. He sure did, but then, you know, he's a fucking turncoat trader. Ooh, shout out to Mike Sullivan for being the oh, coach yeah, of the men's hey, Olympic Mike team. Mike Sullivan. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Didn't Dan Bilesma do it, too, after I believe he did. being our coach? I believe he did. Must be something about Pittsburgh. Hey. We're a hockey town. We're a big, big first-round exit team. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, looking forward to that. In and out. Yay, on, the, on a global scale. <laughs> so, um, did you have fun? I did have fun. And I got to learn some things. Good. And you know what they say? The more you know. The more you know. Um, no one's at the bell. And, uh, well, I had fun too. I Good. Honestly, this is one of those episodes where like, we started and like I was like, oh boy, this is going to, yeah. we are going to have, we are going to have a real one this time. Well, the issue is we just hate talking to each other. It is true. You wouldn't believe it, but this is all kayfabe. We do not like each other. Yeah. So. I mean, more than you know. Yeah. Six, and knowing it's yeah, half the battle. Six years stuck in the same room. Having conversation. This is our whole thing. Not to let you behind the ring or the, behind the curtain too much. Yes. Uh, we start these podcasts, and I have we genuinely do not know what we're going to talk about. No. If we ever have notes, it's like, what? Well, why would you put forth on and you fucking try hard? Yeah. So we're pretty good at improv. Great at improv. But don't you dare ask us to do no. improv. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I will actually punch you in the face. And he means it. Uh, but what's crazy is like during this whole like back and forth improv situation, like this whole like yes and thing that we do, except there's a lot of no's in there as well because, mm-hmm. you know, fuck you. Um, this whole time that we've been doing this, I've been Kevin. You have been Kevin this yeah. whole time. But what's even this. more remarkable for you, Douglas, yes, is that this entire time. Yes, the whole time. Always. Always. I've been Douglas. He's been Douglas. I've been without Doug. And uh, I think we can get some. We can get some. We can get some claps for for our man upstairs. You know, can we get some claps for Alan? Alan. Alan. Um, Ooh, snaps for Alan. Snaps. That's what we do on my video calls at work. When someone gets praised, <laughs> boy, that's we do fucking snaps. Um, hey, we're all poets. Sure. All right. Um, that's us. And thanks for watching and, and listening. You. And being you is half the battle. And I miss you. The other half is lying to strangers for cool points yeah and if you see kevin drinking by himself at a bar approach me invite him to a strange house yep and i will beat your ass lovingly mm-hmm. goodbye babies Yeah.